0: It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. Appreciate your time. We are fired up. It's presented by our friends at carparts.com. I'm telling you, this is so easy to get car parts dropped right to your front door, back door, your garage door, your shop door. And the best thing is, you're choosing the parts, not somebody busy texting his girlfriend uh, on the other side of a counter at your local parts store. You know how it is, Bird. You know how it is. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. And today, you gotta
1: love it because, man, we have the coolest, the absolute coolest guest on. It's going to be so much fun, man. Uh, a good friend of mine, you know, I know you guys have, have uh, gotten to hang out many times now, so I think you guys yeah. are brewing this awesome relationship. And, man, it's going to be so much fun to go back in time a little bit with this person, look forward what's going on today and the next steps, uh, and just talk cars, man. This is going to be a blast.
0: You gonna tell us who it is, man? You just gonna give us that ultimate teaser and not not let the cat out the bag? Come on! Not okay. till the very end of the show. Oh, you, at the you, very end of the show, I'll tell you who it was that we were talking oh, to. Man, it's it's funny, man, because when you look at how we all got into hot rodding, right? How we all started with that fascination of cars, that love of the automobile, and you know, for a lot of us, it was a V eight. It may have been something different or weird, uh, you know, depending on you know probably your parents. The, it was weird for you. You were one of the few guys I really recall that, you know, was your dad wasn't necessarily into it. You just got into hot rods kind of how, because for me, my first memory in life was watching my dad blast down the strip with, you know, in a quarter mile, at clay city drag strip in Kentucky in a 57 Chevy. You know, that's my very first memory in life. Oh man. I'm so jealous of that.
1: Yeah. I had, I had zero, 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 zero car influence. Uh, So it's purely me just being the black swan or the black duck or whatever it is of the family and going, I'm into that. And that's where I'm going. You know, like my parents looking at me like 15, 16, got my first car and tore it all apart, you know, with no influence. No one to explain how it goes back together. I got Chilton's manuals and I'm looking at hot rod magazines and they're like, what is this kid doing? So, yeah, that was my that was my start in it. But our guest today her dad was 27-time SCCA champion. I say he's pretty good, man. I don't even know how you win something 27 times. How do you do that?
0: Like, I, I bet he tried to win 37 times or 47 times. You know that—that's how you win 27 <laughs> times. Uh, the winner has lost more than the loser's ever tried. Because my my try
1: to win anything one time, yeah, my try to win anything one time hasn't worked. So I need to start at 37. And maybe I'll get to twenty-seven. Do you
0: remember back in the day, man? Um, do you ever have field day when you went to uh, elementary school? Uh, oh, ever, field day was awesome. Yeah, man. And you would go, okay, this this year, the thousand-yard, you know, race. I'm gonna I'm gonna train. I'm gonna get good. I'm gonna do better than I did, you know, last year. And you trained like three days before field day, <laughs> uh, and then realize that you know you get gassed by about half <laughs> half through the. The thousand yards You'd be like I might have trained Or should have trained A little harder <laughs> uh, When your dad Is that good uh, And has that You know Luxury And that pedigree Man dude It's a uh, I bet a blessing And a curse And when we speak with Courtney Hanson Coming up next You're gonna find out uh, It is the Two Guys Garage podcast He is Kevin Byrd I am Willie B And we're back with Courtney Yeah It is the Two Guys Rides Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. It's presented by carparts.com. I'm telling you guys, I use them. I really encourage you to as well because it takes the equation of the dumb dumb behind the counter. Now, I don't mean that as bad as it sounds, but you and I both know that we have been, you know, that victim. That circumstance happens more often than not. You always get the wrong part at a part store. This way you're ordering it. You're you're picking it.
1: It's the smarter way to shop. Right. And we're doing it all the time in everything we do in these days, right? You you just open the app, boop, 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 you hit the button, and there it is. It shows up. It's what you ordered, it's what you want, and you got 90 days to send it back. That
0: is awesome. Yeah, man. Carparts.com, easy to navigate. Uh really recommend you go check it out today. And I'm I'm fired up, man. We got a cool guest we've uh we've got a lot of memories you more than me but already man a few times uh you know we went rodeo riding together uh this this girl straight kicks butt man she is a, a blast we're thrilled to have courtney courtney hansen on with us and uh, courtney hey welcome back girl thanks so much for your time uh and for being here thank you guys
2: so much for having me on this is really cool I'm at my I'm at my mom's house right now and um my daughter just
0: Oh look at your daughter yeah
1: oh man look at that little sunshine this is
2: Holland and she's getting re- ready to go play soccer I'll see you at the soccer field okay what a
1: what a beauty just like the mom man didn't fall Apple didn't fall far from that tree
2: she's the coolest we have so much fun
1: yeah she's gotta be what seven by now she's
2: gonna be seven in July I can't believe wow. it bird I mean do you remember like we were kids on Over and all these years later, we're like we have kids of our own, it's crazy. I know.
1: So you got seven. I got a four. Willie's got a what? A two and a
0: one. I have a two, a two-year-old, and uh, oh, god, a nine-month-old. And I got to tell you, man, it is insane. It is <laughs> oh, <you're> crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, You'll be breaking
1: through soon, not not quite soon, but soon ish. Hey, You'll my two year old's
0: driving right now. She's literally understands getting a little battery operated car. She can roll, man. She's a straight felon. She'll turn I up the it. stereo in it. She'll parallel park, not even turn the stereo down. I'm like, she might as well go to jail at three. Um, well, look, Courtney. I hey, I I got to ask you. You know, the lineage. You know, you with your daughter just now kind of made me think. When I was, you know sort of intro in the podcast and who he had a huge influence for you had to be your dad. And it had to be so cool for you to watch your dad be triumphant uh, and such a competitor. Like th- did you ever sit back and think about your dad as the warrior that you probably now realize he, he was and is when you win 27 championships. It's like,
2: Whoa. Yeah. He, I mean, he's, he's my hero and he's certainly a huge inspiration in my life. And, He's he's taught me obviously so much, but we've always been extremely close watching him, you know, through the years. I always thought he was a badass. And um, now I look back and I, I really appreciate it. You, you know, obviously so much more. Um, and I just I, I now I like really understand what he accomplished. And by the way, you guys were talking about the way that he was able to, to win 27 national championships is because he would race three different classes of cars in the same weekend and win in all of them.
1: I thought you were gonna say you just cheated because I was about to take notes. I'm like, I can do this.
2: <laughs> so he would be—he was accused of it, obviously, because everybody was pissed off that he was winning all the time. And so there was a story where he actually said to a, a, to a, another driver, um, "If you think I'm cheating, how about this? You take my car, I'll take your car, and, um, and let, let's race. And you raced and beat him." So. Oh, really?
1: Is yeah. that a real story? Like yes. he really That's drove real that story. guy's car?
2: Yes, he drove—he drove wow. the guy's car, and the guy his car, and my dad won.
1: Of course, he so, put like uh, something behind the throttle pedal so it wouldn't go down all the way. But you know,
0: <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's what I was saying. If to win twenty-seven championships, you, you probably need to uh, need to attempt 47, 57, 67. You know, that guy obviously was a competitor. When I, you know, I raced pro motocross here, and I'd sign up in three or four different classes. You know, to get that pro license. That's what that's what you got to do when uh when it's such a you know fierce field of competition and you know all the cars are engineered and yes. designed the same and you know it's uh it's quite a, it says quite a lot about your dad and just the competitiveness to which which he brought towards you know to the table in racing it's pretty badass
1: so were you like most of us though like around our dads uh, my dad was handy you know we worked around the house he just wasn't into cars but you know, were you the one getting the tools and things like that, helping dad out when he was prepping or at the track? Were you spent a lot of time in the pits? Yeah. You guys owned a racetrack too, right?
2: We did. We, we owned a raceway in Minnesota on um, Brainerd International Raceway. And so I grew up a pit kid. I was constantly hanging in the garages, watching the mechanics at work, for sure, helping my dad and, and learning a lot. And um, I was a tomboy and my sister was too. And we have an older brother and and the track was our life. I mean, it was, it was certainly our entire summer. You know, it was hard to follow. My dad around during the school year, but summers were just like full bore racing, whether we were at BIR or other racetracks throughout the Midwest or Road Atlanta.
0: Hey, if you grew up like that, then you know there's only two seasons: there's race season and not racing season.
2: (laughs) Exactly, (laughs) Linda Vaughn always says, "We'll see after the racing
0: season." (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So obviously, with with such a passion for that, growing up around that, um, you know, you kind of knew a little bit of your your destiny probably uh, as you were a kid and and getting such a a rich bloodline, uh, you had to look around and go, well, you know, I could probably do that. I can compete. And, you know, I'm a girl. That probably brought a lot of attention as well. So how was that throughout your teenage years? Because we had one girl in my high school that had a crazy fast car, and her dad was one incredible mechanic. And that girl was a decent wrench turner as well. And everybody feared her more than anybody yes. else. Because if you got beat by her, you got beat by a girl. Uh, well, for, for
2: for me, like I never, I never got into my My parents supported anything that I wanted to do or that my sister and brother wanted to do. However, they really like discouraged us from racing. And so, um, you know, I, I I had talks with my dad about it and, and he's just like, I just and it, racing wasn't as safe back in the day. Not that it's safe, but it's a lot less dangerous these days. But, right, right. but back <laughs> in the day, like he was borderline wearing a helmet or a seatbelt, you know. And so he, he was just discouraging me. Um, it was like opposite John Force. But I, but he encouraged me to like love cars and to be in the garage and to get my hands dirty and, and to, and to like, you know, I I wasn't a girly girl. I was a total tomboy. And so, um, so I, but I love that. I love that path, but I was always out enjoying the races and supporting my dad. And, and, um, and we were always like wearing his racing number. And like, so I, I've grown up with enthusiasts that's in my blood and, And here I
1: am. Yeah. Well, you kind of started your own path, right? You went marketing. You went to what? uh, Florida State, right? Florida
2: State, baby! Yes. Yeah. And then
1: somehow you came back around to the car thing. So it wasn't a direct shot, but it was like, it wouldn't let you go. It it just... (laughs) You know, or something <laughs> gravitational pull, you know, tractor beam kind of sucked you back. I mean, was that kind of surprising in a way or was that exciting in a way?
2: It was totally exciting. And it's like once you get that bug, it never goes away. Um, so I, I, I wanted an education. So I went to FSU. I had a blast. And then um, after getting an education and, and working for, for a bit in corporate America, Um, I was just like, man, I, I, I want to pursue some different dreams and I wanted to get back into, um, doing host uh, TV hosting. I've never been an actress. And, and so I, I, um, I got the lead in a TV pilot and, um, that it was a golf show it was a a golf uh, spoof on golf game show and that brought me to los angeles and then like soon into my well it's not true that it was soon it was like two years in i I was working in four restaurants simultaneously to pay my bills i i I didn't take any money from my father i didn't take any money from anybody period and i just worked my butt off to be able to forge a pass in hollywood and um and my agent called me one day and said how much do you know about cars and i was like well I, you know, even though I know a good bit, I certainly don't know everything, but I'm like everything. And so I got this audition because he was like, they don't want to see anybody who doesn't like really know cars. And so I went online and I studied everything I didn't know. And I just read and read and read for like two days straight, all about Chip Bruce, um, all about car fabrication and engine mechanics. <laughs> She's
1: like in the fifth element, you know, <laughs> yeah. where that girl is like flipping through the internet and learning yeah. everything. Totally. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 absolutely i was just like a sponge and then i i went into the auditions and i guess they were blown away by my car knowledge and originally the female role on Holland wasn't supposed to be such a big role it was going to be like pam anderson on tool time where i would pop in and hand ship who's a wrench <laughs> i'd hand uh kevin bird a power tool <laughs> and so- <laughs> suddenly they were like well maybe we should make her a bigger position on the show and so that that's what started my path in automotive tv and then it just kept going from there to power block power nation and um, many other things along the way and some non-automotive things and work with nascar um and now i'm producing on the other side of the camera but
1: <laughs> yeah what a what an awesome ride and, and it was cool for me because i was kind of there on your first step right because that was kind of my first Step out of just pure engineering, getting into television was the pilot of overhauling. and uh, you know something you might not have picked up on. Uh, you know, I remember Bud Brutzman yeah. was the producer, right? He was kind of recruiting me to fly out to California with a bunch of people I didn't know, throw us all in a a garage with no plan, and say, "Here, what can you do yeah. in a week?" And uh, you know, the whole time I'm coming out, he's like, "Bird, bird, I got the most awesome host." Wait till you meet her. Dude, she is so cool. Like, there was nobody better in the whole entire universe. You're gonna love her. She's perfect. She knows everything about Carl And damn straight, he wasn't lying, and it worked out phenomenal. And look, here you are today, right? Oh, I-
0: Hey, uh, Hey, hold on, you guys. You gotta ask me. Ask me. Where was I when I got the TV invite? Go yeah, ahead. I want to know. Quick. I want
2: to know. Where were you?
0: All right, go ahead. Bird, ask me. Ask me. Help. Hey, hey,
1: hey, what? Willie. Yes. yo Yo. Where were you there? With where that? were you? Where were you? Where were you <laughs> when that TV thing came
0: around? I was at the drag strip, cause no lie, I was racing my car, yes. and I gotta ask about it true story (laughs) so it's interesting the past that have led us you know even today to to be together which is really cool and now that you're you know you're on the other side of it right now you're producing now you, you know is that probably empowering is probably cool and it's probably great for you to know what that vision is and be able to create it you know and and watch it come to fruition
2: Yes, it's it, it's a lot of work, but it's also really exciting. Along the way, I watched Bud and the other producers I've worked with and and um, I've, I've always found the process so fascinating and, um, and, and I, I, it was my dream to get into producing and to create concepts that I believe in or that I want to share with the, with the viewers. And so the, the show I'm doing now was a lifelong dream and I'm so excited about it. But man, it is intense. It is a grind and I'm working every minute of every day and night and it's, it's, it's a lot.
1: It always sounds so great. Like, oh man, I'm going to make that leap. I'm going to be the producer. I'm going to be the boss. But if you think about working at a restaurant, how hard it is to work the restaurant, when you own a restaurant, it's great because you have all the freedom in the world to schedule your own 80 hours a week, right? It yeah. just, all this freedom to work, you know, <laughs> seven days a week and just kill yourself. And it's not all that's cracked up to be, but not. once you get on top of it, you know, once you become, you know, an experienced king or queen on the throne Uh, and it's gotta be great. And you, you have got like several years of experience now in there and you've got so many behind you, you know, on both sides of that camera. So this is really cool to watch. Uh, just you grow and and blossom and, you know, conquer the world
0: is automotive base is automotive.
2: Um, Yes, it is. So, so the first show that I produced was with Troy lad. Um you guys know Troy Hollywood yeah. Hot and yep, we um, had him on a little while ago. Yes. Oh cool. And and yeah, of course, he's he's legendary. And we had um the, the show was called the, the Ride That Got Away. And we would reunite deserving people with their dream cars and we shot it in California. Ooh. We had this awesome team and it was a blast. Um and we did oh. six, six, uh, one hour episodes. And then now I'm doing another series. It's called ride of your life. And I'm working with Will Posey of big Oak garage, who is absolutely incredible. One of the greatest talents out there. And, um, and we've assembled a team in Georgia and, um, and it, it brings me closer to Florida because, because I have to be in Florida for a good part of the year. And there are also amazing tax credits in Georgia. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there is. Um, So there we are, and we're doing 12 one-hour episodes, and uh, we're about 90% through the season, and it's 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 been an intense road, but in a good way. I mean, it's just a lot of work. There's a and and especially with this year of COVID, it's been really tough to get the product that we need on time. Yeah, and there's product delays and and shipping delays. We're and-
0: seeing that with every you know across the board with all these industry people we talk to and speak with. They're all everything's backed up, jammed up behind you know back ordered and so forth. So consider yourself lucky if you're getting anything. I, I do want to say that concept about. You know, reuniting with your car, man, what a great concept! Because I just, uh, I just bought back a car I sold a couple years ago uh, when my daughter was born, uh, and it just so happened a weird turn of events came really? up. Yeah, I, I built, I built from the ground up a Hemi Dodge Charger, uh, real cool, unique car, and and I built it from the ground up, and I sold it at a Mecom auction, and and I I kept the money because I I wasn't sure what to put it in and long story you know it popped back up in my life and a, an opportunity to get it so I brought it back home and now I'm just going to give that to my daughter uh, as her like you know 20th birthday gift and I, I got a four speed 68 charge RT I'm going to give my son and be like all right there you go you guys got some chargers so it just kind of cool to be able to, to do that and it, it was really cool to get that car back man I felt like like I was missing something when I sold it and to be able to bring those back into you, into, into those yes. people's lives is is really yes. fascinating, and it's crazy the connection you could have with a car. It's absolutely yeah, totally. unbelievable the connection you could have with a, an animate piece of steel machinery. But God, it does create something in your heart, in your gut, in your mind. There's endorphins, you know. There's you know all the good yes. stuff released in your mind. The serotonin just laces you up. You're just like. I got it back I can't believe it yes. you know so yeah totally
2: it's it's like they're, they're like children when we really are that passionate about our cars and love them so much I mean it's like another child in our life and so in this case we're, we're reuniting deserving people with their dream ride but we make it into a work of art first and then give it to them fantastic
1: well what a double what a double whammy man let's hear some more about this we're gonna take a quick break when we come back we're gonna get more about you know we've talked a lot about the past. Uh, with Courtney, but now we are in the present and the future, so you guys stick around. We'll be right back. It's the Two Guys Who Are podcast with Willie B and Kevin and
0: It is the Two Guys Ride Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. He's the handsome one. Uh, I am Willie B. I'm the other one. And we have Courtney Hanson on the podcast as well. It's brought to you by our friends at CarParts.com. If you have not tried this, it's easy. It's intuitive. Simple app to navigate. Use. Uh, hop online. Check them out. CarParts.com. And where does it drop the parts, Kev? I think you know this, right? Right to your door. <laughs> uh, yes. Your bathroom door. Not so much for your front door, probably. Um, wherever you tell them,
1: wherever you tell them, man, it's your choice, <laughs> you
0: know. Yeah, no doubt. Just put a little note in there. Yeah. Uh, hey, now Courtney, I-, I gotta ask with some of these new project shows uh, and concepts, uh, how does it feel for you being a producer, but also kind of you, you gonna see the whole thing from ten thousand feet, and you know, from it- the time it's a baby and infant to the time it's it's all cut and all the tape has hit the floor, you gonna watch this this vision kind of grow into reality is is that pretty cool for you and in, in that regard and, and how, how does that feel it's a lot of responsibility right oh it, it feels really
2: really cool and gratifying but it's a tremendous amount of responsibility and um I, there there actually aren't even words for it I mean it's like so much to juggle with sponsors and product and making sure we have the parts on time. And then there's COVID delays and 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 things just aren't available. And, and then we've got a build team of people and we need to keep them happy. And it's a ton of work and <laughs> y- you guys know what these days does,
0: are. Does it give you a little different perspective, you know, for being on the overhauling days, you and Kev, <laughs> do, you, do you look at it through a, through a, a little different or more understanding lens totally. now? Totally. I
2: have a whole new respect <laughs> for Bud Busman and every producer out there i have a whole new level of respect and i just wow I, it's, it's a lot but it's it's so again gratifying and like it's all coming together and we're almost done with this season of ride of your life and then we're re- reuniting deserving people who veterans and people who get back to their communities and make the world a better place we're reuniting them with their long last dream cards that they had to sell when they came on hard
0: times can you give us a, a hint as to some of the cars you're you guys are doing on the show? Yeah, just just a little hint. We won't tell
1: anyone. We promise. <laughs> It'll just well, stay right here in this little circle.
0: I guess four
2: of them are going to SEMA, and we're we're building a bit of everything. Um, all the, the the quintessential American classics that we love. were thrown in some from Europe, and um, you know, trucks and cars and and. Uh, I'll, uh, well, I, I can't. I don't know if I can divulge the cars, but <laughs> but we're building a bit of everything, and and I I, I think you guys will really appreciate it because
0: oh, um, old school, new school, Chevy, Ford, Mopar,
2: uh, Chevy, Ford, Mopar for sure. Um, we we're do, we did a VW uh, this season, um, and just uh, everything's cool, and each ride is completely different.
1: I, I know, I know one of them, and I know what's going in it but I won't, I won't say I'll I'll let you.
2: Okay. It's a secret. I think that's a secret. (laughs) How y'all gonna have a secret, man? Mr. Spade,
1: Mr. Spade sent me a little, you know, private picture. I was like, yeah. Yes. It's it's going to be really
2: cool. It's a, Big challenge. That build is a huge challenge, but we're doing it and it's going to be special. And uh, I can't wait to share it with you guys. Yeah. We're, we're just building a bit of everything, you know, and, and, and that's how we keep it fun and um, diverse. And, and so every viewer tune tuning in, will get to see something that they'll appreciate. And, um, and we have a lot of fun doing it too.
1: How do you find, how do you find the owners? Like, how do you find the owner and then get the story and then, you know, find the car. I mean, that's gotta be tough to piece all those things together right you need like Sherlock Holmes to track (laughs) the stuff down right
2: it's a lot because we don't want to do you know too many Chevys or too many Fords we, we want to really mix it up and we we don't want to do all trucks but we also don't want to do all muscle cars so we have all these different criteria to keep it um unique each week and the way we find the stories is through actual like casting calls and um and then we do background checks on the people to make sure that th- this is the real deal um but we're, we're building each vehicle or we've built actually because we're almost done with the season um each vehicle for a very deserving person who gives back and makes the world a better place and they had to part with that beloved ride like you were talking about willie when they came on hard times and um and you know financial hardship health issues and all of those heartbreaking things and um and so we we make that ride into what they always dreamed of and we give it to them in a surprise reveal and it's
1: really cool oh man that's too too awesome now when uh when might be finding the details here that we can't really talk about (laughs) when when are we thinking like Sometime later this year. And
2: no, I, I would say summer. Like we're, we, because we've been we've been in this Ooh. for a while now. Like we had we had many uh, shutdowns due to COVID, so we've been at it for almost a year. And um, okay. And we hope to be able to have it edited and share it with you this summer.
1: Fantastic! Oh man, that's gonna be exciting. Another great show. I mean, just as Willie talked about with his ride, <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it's a concept that we can all wrap our brain around. You know, any car person isn't really a car person if they haven't fallen in love with a car now unfortunately for me i haven't had very many good cars so <laughs> most of the ones that got away were like Pfft, whatever you know but i can still have you know a few of those little moments uh, i can still dream like the rest of us of reconnecting with something totally awesome what's your favorite car um, bird
2: that you ever had
1: oh man like i said i haven't had well it's it's all perspective right to somebody else maybe my cars were great but Probably my you know my M3 with the LS swap in it, the wide bodies, it, it's you know, that that's the one I spent a lot of my life getting to, you know, building something at that level, right? On my own, with no shop, with no real help, just doing it all. So that one will be one that I probably will always hang on to. And I've got a sixty five fastback that I'm just kinda getting started. That's gonna be just as wild, if not even crazier than the M3 build. <laughs> Uh, so that's going to be fun. So those two I'll probably keep forever. What
2: about that BMW that you were driving on Power Tour?
1: Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. The BMW the M3 with LS. Okay, yeah. that's the one. Yeah, yeah,
2: because I remember that that's was so one. cool. Oh, my God.
1: Not going to let go of that one. It, it's a pretty bitchin' ride. So yeah. For sure. And how about you? Do you have a car that you uh, you know, either wish you'd owned or had and it's gone and you wish you had it back? I think there was a kind of a loop like that. With you way back when, with Chip, maybe. Yeah, like more... maybe a Camaro, a '90 Camaro. Yeah, or my, something, my, or... my
2: you remember? Yeah, my first car was a '90 Iraq. Z. And I loved that car. It was so fast. And my dad, I actually, I, I think I had it before I turned like I got the car before I even turned 16. I was so excited about it. And my dad was still racing at that point. So I mean, our, our family's all about <laughs> going, going fast and enjoying the ride. And so it was like this thing with my dad and I, like, I have to get that car. It was a convertible. And I was living in Florida. And there there was a couple times that like I could have been in, you know an accident <laughs> but we had so much fun, well, yeah, fun all of us like i wouldn't mind getting it back and like like i have a 70 camaro that's all original and i think it it's been a big debate whether i'm, I'm i keep it original or have some fun modifying it and i i think i'm leaning towards keeping it original but i would love to get my hands on a 90 Roxy and like just i don't know do something fun with it have some fun customizing it
1: now i had an 82 so that was the first year of the third gen that was my first car and it I modified it, everything. I mean it had hood scoops and side pipes. Nice. It was pretty rednecky, but it was <laughs> at the time it was nasty and the biggest cam you could put in, and it was loud and it was fast. Um now 90. I'm trying to think, is that still a third gen or did that go into the fourth gen?
2: I think it's still a third gen. I think it's still a so we third were in,
1: gen. So we were in the same car. Yeah, we yeah. were in the same car. We're in the same car. Yeah, now mine was mine was more just. Completely nasty. I call it my redneck science project. (laughs) That's where I learned so much. Like, I've built so many different motors for it, different combinations of stuff, just learning and building. So, it wasn't ever as pretty and sexy. And eventually, living in Florida with the salt air, it (laughs) kind of rotted away. So, because it rotted away, that's why I don't want that one back. But I could go for, you know, an IROC. You know, like they're coming around. People are really digging them, they're really missing them. So, those values are shooting up, and you're starting to see some cool builds, right?
2: Yeah, we're looking at a couple of them for the show. You know, I I don't want to tell too much because then I mean, we might give away like you know the people that we've chosen for the show. But um, but but we're looking we're looking at a few of them, and they're definitely coming back. They're definitely like classics now, and so um,
1: well, it's gonna be fun, you know, to uh, especially I still know what mine smelled like. I know every feature of it. I mean, yeah. it that was my life for so long. Uh, in that car, uh, you know, escaping the, the parents and, you know, your first taste of freedom, you know, um, I remember everything about that car, but now to see them be, let's say rethought, redesigned, reimagined, you know, as, as builds, uh, that'll be kind of cool to watch. And, you know, I've seen a few of them, like, uh, Troy Chapania, I think did a pretty, pretty nasty one. Uh, a couple a couple years ago or pretty recently, uh but it'll be neat to see those cars come back,
2: yeah, absolutely, and just like something fresh, you know I love how how in our in in the automotive industry it like it ebbs and flows and 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 I would love to see these cars out there like tricked out and um and so yeah, I think that's on my agenda now that's gonna be <laughs> one of the projects on my list.
1: well, I got and, a side question for you um yeah. you know. Back, I don't know how many years ago, uh, and I know it's been part of your your theme, like women in the automotive space. And we talked a little bit about how you know tough it might have been for you, um, you know, just dealing with being kind of the minority in this car guy space. But obviously, you've just kicked ass. Uh, but you had a book out, you know, several years ago, right? The Garage Girl Guide to Everything You Need to Know About Your Car. Yep. And, and I know you've done a lot of different things. I mean, is that still you know, kind of part of your persona that you, you know, you, you want to draw other women into this space and make them feel comfortable and let them learn.
2: Absolutely. And it, it makes me so happy to um, to hear that I was even a part of inspiring any woman out there, um, and uh, that's absolutely my goal. Women and and this, these younger generations. I wish that they loved cars as much as we do. I wish that they weren't all just about electronics. And um and I I, I don't know. I still see so much passion among the younger generations, but I also uh, see more and more women joining this world. And um designing cars and working on cars and caring about the car shows and out at the car, out at the automotive events. And that makes me so happy. And so heck, yeah, I, I'm all about promoting other women and embracing other women. And even though I'm a tomboy, I'm a girl's girl. And I, and it just makes me very happy to see how women are taking over the automotive space.
1: <laughs> well, it's cool. Cause you mentioned a couple of different fields Um and it's wide open. Uh And I think there's been a lot of pioneers and there's just been a lot more exposure, let's say through television and stuff, right? Our sister show, All Girls Garage, I think has been a great, uh, a great sort of role model for a lot of young girls that can watch with their dads. Yes. Uh, but, you know, I think you had your place in helping to kind of pave that road a little bit. Uh, you know, at first you seem like to maybe the outsider, like, Oh, it's just a girl host. But I mean, I'll vouch for, uh, you know, the first episode we did the pilot It was tough for everybody, you know, us builders were just thrown in a shop and you guys are thrown into a a brand new hosting role. So the first one, you know, we had minimal interactions, but by the second or third episode, uh, I remember doing that that fastback we talked about earlier. Um, You know, it must've been like episode three and that thing was all rotted, it was nasty. And we spent a couple, two, three days just gutting and cutting out rust and metal and grime. And and here you are, you come in, uh, you know, the sexy host and you're like, bird. Give me a grinder, show me what to do. Let me do this, give me this tool. And you're helping to bolt the transmission on and all these things, you know, like yes. you you really were inspired to be uh, a part of the team, you know, like, and it wasn't a, you know, I have to show these guys. It was more of just your enthusiasm shown through, your passion shown through. And, you know, clearly you're not a mechanic and you don't wow. choose to be, right? But you are in the space in your own way, whether you're producing, hosting. And like you mentioned, whether you're a designer Uh, whether you want to be a welder, fabricator, whether you want to be into marketing for cars, like it's just such a great space and it's cool to see, um, you know, you find your, your place in it and, you know for the next generation of girls really be that little bit of inspiration right
2: yeah I, I love it and, and back to overhaul and like I loved learning from you guys you know Chip uh Fusa, obviously and Troy Chipenier and and you and and Brian Fuller and like everyone who was a part of that show. I love learning from you guys and you taught me so much and and I just enjoyed getting in there and helping with these builds and getting dirty. That Mustang episode which is actually among my favorite I cut off the front clip. Remember that yeah. with John Schultz and like, and it, because that thing was basically it was a piece. It was a VIN you cut number. Cut the car
1: in half. Dang it! You cut the car <laughs> in half. We had to get a whole nother one and put it back on and weld it together. Yeah, um, but
2: I, it, it was so much fun, and I never have pretended to be a mechanic or a fabricator. But I will dive in and do a bit of everything. I've, I've welded several times, and I love it all. And now it's really fun to bring it all together on the other side of the camera. And I'm still, I'm still, you know, hosting or being a character on the on the shows, whatever you want to call it. Um, but uh, but it, it's cool to be on the other side too, and to be able to be creative with that side and to and um, um, I know, bring it bring an amazing team together and see these cars get built for worthy people it's all just
1: a blast let's pivot a little bit to you know what is next what's in your dreams where do you think you might be headed right you've already accomplished probably more than i would have dreamed of and i don't know what you thought of 20 years ago where you would be but what could be down the road? Well,
2: so what's next is um, obviously "Ride of Ride of Your Life" is the name of the, the the series, the current series, and then the brand is Royal Garage, which stands for "Ride of Your Life." I'm, people are like, "You you forgot the A and Royal." I'm like, "No, we know how to spell it since for for Ride of Your Life," um, and I I really want to grow that brand. Like that that's something that excites me and. Um, um, I, and I've learned from some of the some of the big names out there who have done a good job of that. I'm like I, I watch them, I ask them questions, and and like I just think it would be really cool to to create something that like is recognized globally. And then I really want to produce other content. I have other automotive shows I want to produce, um, and I also want to produce things in other genres. Um, and you know, maybe some of them will just be straight commission sale shows or, or some will be time buys because now I, I, I know how to do that as well. Um, I just, I'm up for the challenge of, of creating content and, um, and doing it in all genres, but my heart will always be with automotive and I will always be doing at least one automotive show on both sides. Awesome. Of you. So.
1: Well, you did a travel show a couple years ago, didn't yes,
2: you? Yes. I've done shows about travel and um, there's been something about food and there's something about golf and, and, um, and, and that's all like, I, I, I like to mix it up. Like I don't want to just be pigeonholed automotive, but again, it's my passion. It's where I came from and it's where I'll always be going.
1: All right. The many facets of Courtney Hanson uh, keep us posted, right? We're going to bring you back, uh, but you guys check out hopefully this summer, maybe at the latest in the fall. Uh, Ride of Your Life this is going to be a great series. I think we can all get attached uh, emotionally with our eyeballs, like visually. I'm sure it's going to be amazing builds. Uh, I know some of the builders on and these guys rock. They're the top of the top. Uh, so it's going to be a great series, man. I'm looking forward to it. And an hour gives you a lot of great content.
2: Yes, Bird. there's a lot of great content. And it also makes you laugh. Like these guys are hysterical. They're not only building cars from bumper to bumper and a couple of them are in their twenties and, and they've been doing this since they're four years old with their dads, but they're also so funny. I mean, they're lighting fires in the garage. They're blowing stuff up. Like if they think a car is a, p- a piece that, and they want to just kind of start from scratch, they'd light it on fire it is it's hysterical and and we've got little man um, mike cook on the show and he's a riot and with a huge personality and so it's it's a show for everyone to watch and, and and i think even if you don't like totally love cars like we do i think you would appreciate the series too so i hope everybody will tune in
1: oh we're gonna be looking forward to it so by all means uh stay in touch you guys check it out for uh for the summer, hopefully. And where can people find you socially? Where can they follow you?
2: Um, so on on Facebook, it's official Courtney Hansen. On Instagram, it's just my name, Courtney Hansen, and it's Hansen with an E. Um, and then on in uh, Twitter it's Courtney underscore or it's Instagram, it's Courtney underscore. So and and now I'm getting on TikTok and Snapchat and all that stuff. I can't keep up.
1: Well, we lost Willie's audio here a minute ago. So I'm gonna close the show today. Courtney it was awesome having you on there. All you guys out there, you know where to find her, and you know where to find us. You know where our TV show is. We're on Motor Trend. Check your local listings. Episodes now streaming on Motor Trend On Demand. Again, thanks to our guest, Courtney Hanson. Can't wait to see the new show. Hosts Kevin Bird and Willie B, producer, Scoop, and our executive producer, Bob Ecker. Now, don't forget to check out our website, twoguysgarage.com. Share your thoughts with us. We're on social everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. The Two Guys Garage podcast It's a copyright 2021 Britain productions incorporated all rights reserved. Well, folks, that is it. We had a blast. One of these days we'll figure out where Willie went. We'll bring him on to the next episode. In the meantime, Courtney, have a great one. And I can't wait to catch you at SEMA or in the next car events, the power tour, you name it. Always a blast. Thanks
2: so much. You guys for
1: having me on. All right. Take care. See you guys. Two guys garage podcast is produced by Britain productions for more episodes. Visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.